When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's time to kick off with Dirt and Spray. Here's the snap, a spinning handoff, and it goes to Mitchell, who bores his way in. That is a touchdown over the right guard. The Niners have scored again. They are in the NFC Championship game. Mahomes in the pocket, throws a deep one behind the defense. It is caught. Valdez Scantling with the grab. He got behind Millette for 33 yards. Downfield delivery to Valdez Scantling. This is a Super Week edition of Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at WarrenAllen.com. Super Week with Dirt and Spray on 1080. That was looking fantastic. The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Spring on Portland's Sports Leader 1080 The Van. Happy Hump Day, everybody. Schultzy, good morning. What's going on, man? How we doing? How we feeling? Tired but good, ready to go. Tired. It's just like I was on a maybe a three-hour nap. That's what happens when I do these quick turnarounds. It almost becomes more of a nap than an actual sleep. So, but we're ready to go. I digress. You said you did prime time yesterday. They're done at seven. What did you go to bed at? Like one? Ah, uh, probably midnight, and then Ooh. had trouble. Like I woke up. You know when you have that midnight. midnight? What are well, you a late night talk show viewer? What are you doing midnight? I'm a degenerate, baby. <laughs> and then I woke up and tried to have that like late night or midnight poop. Ugh, that ruins your sleep. <laughs> you 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 eat something, and then all of a sudden you you like wake up out of out of a dead sleep. Your tummy's growling, and you're like, I gotta get to the toilet. That that was oh, me. So, I, I thankfully don't have that problem very often. That's good. Well, it yeah, it is and it isn't. Um, it makes for my day very interesting in that department. It's like, hey, you're up at four to get your stomach going. Your system's moving. All right, you did it. Then I drink water every morning, like 25 ounces of water, first yeah. thing. Stomach's moving again. Oh, no, we got to go again. Oh, well, we got to go to work. Now we have coffee. Oh, no, we got to go again. We go away three hours. It's a awful process. But I don't have to wake up at midnight or one to do it. I just do it at four, 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 fifteen uh, ish. I'm not usually doing that, but I, I think it just depends on like the burrito that you eat. You know, sometimes it's the correct place, sometimes you eat the wrong burrito, and uh, I think we just, uh, my wife and I, chose the wrong location, and the burritos weren't as good as they normally are because tummy wasn't feeling it last night. Mm. Sometimes the best food though still makes the tummy uh, rumble a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, that's fair, and I, I don't know. I, I like. I like cheese on my burrito, so that probably oh, didn't help. God, uh, are you lactose? No, at no. least not that I know of. But maybe, maybe if I all of a sudden stopped eating dairy, like I, I just wouldn't be chubby and I'd be so much healthier. So technically, like I could be, I just don't know yet. 
I uh, I sometimes say lactose, ah. like the bread. Well, I always used to think lactose. that lactose. I thought that was all like one word, like lactose intolerant. Like when I was a kid. Oh, I, you thought the intolerant was attached to the lactose? Yeah, yeah, like lactose intolerant. I'm yeah, like, no, oh, I kind of okay. say it that way. I <laughs> I knew they were separate, but I would say it that way. Always, yeah. As a kid, it, you, you never, you never understand like certain lyrics on the radio, certain big words like that. That was one of them. Schultzy, I, um, I think I've reached a point in my life where I'm comfortably telling you I've uh, become a bit of a curmudgeon in some ways. Old man on his lawn. Huh? Little, a little old man on his lawn. Uh, what's wrong with these kids? Um, Music was only good in my day. I'm 37. That's not that old. Nope. I know. But I feel old sometimes, and one thing that makes me feel curmudgeon-y, I don't know if you've seen these things lately on the internet. I have, and it kind of bothers me. Have you seen this uh, Apple ProVision thing? Have you heard about this? I have. So Apple's trying to do, you remember uh, Google Glasses? You remember those back in the day? I was in college when these were coming out, and there was a photo of, I forget who it was. I want to say Jay-Z, but I don't think it was Jay-Z. Somebody like Jay-Z was rocking them, and they were just a pair of glasses. They looked like sunglasses. And in the sunglasses, like the inside, there was another little screen in your glasses that you could look at and, like, view the internet or... Everyone, uses maps. Everyone was supposed to be wearing these by like 2020. Nobody. These were supposed to take over the world. Not a soul bottom. They they are one of the biggest flop products to ever exist. I remember seeing a preview for them and thinking, I had a buddy that was all in on everything new. If it came out and it was technology, it was going to be amazing. And I remember seeing it with him and I go, nobody's buying those. And he goes, oh, you're an idiot. Everybody will, man. You can watch something as you walk. I'm like, First of all, that screen looks tiny. Second of all, I don't want to watch something as I walk. Yeah, what the hell are you doing? I, that's Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying. This Apple ProVision, I saw this first with Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer, who does like NBA coverage. He put out a video of what Apple ProVision will look like if you sit at home with it and you watch basketball. Yeah. So Apple ProVision, for those that don't know, it's basically like the uh, Oculus. It's, it's, it's a headset that yeah. you put on. And it takes you to, you know, three-dimensional or you watch TV or you watch games, for example. And I just thought watching that video, he was like, this is awesome. And I'm like, yeah, if you're a lonely loser, like, what are you doing? Why would you want to watch a game with goggles on? And second of all, it gives you these options to keep real-life stats up at the same time as the game and the ability to watch another game. And I just look at this and I'm like... You're not watching anything. You're watching three things at once, which means you're watching nothing. Why would you care about seeing the real-time stats? Let the game play out. We'll see what the numbers say. And guess what? The numbers are going to change. You know why? Ebbs and flows of sports. You don't need to be an analytical geek to know that. That's just what sports has kind of always been. You know why the stats have to be up, baby, for all those betting degenerates like me and like I, you. Come on. Yeah, but I can, I, look, I'm not a great gambler. We make fun of me every week. I can gamble in real time without needing stats in one of my eyes and the game in the other. Speak for yourself. Well, okay, this is up your alley, then I, you're really going to love the curmudgeon rant I'm going on here. They released another version of it. And it was somebody walking, and it had like a Google map or whatever map in front of him. 
And so, like, you see the the perspective is you walking, but in your sight line, blocking most of your path is a map showing, like, hey, turn left here, walk 800 feet, turn right. And I just, I'm like, why do we want to live like this? We're already dealing with an isolation problem. Now we want to put goggles on to watch sports. Could you imagine inviting a buddy over? Like, hey, man, big blazer game tonight. Want to come over? Sure. Comes over and you say, all right, man, it's on TV. And you put your goggles on. What a weird social interaction that must be. Or putting them on so you can walk properly somewhere. What happened to looking at a map and memorizing like four steps? Hey, turn left on this road. I can't do that. You can't do that. I'm kidding. I I think a lot of people can, but they choose not to in this day and age. That's how we did it back in the day, baby. I was raised on that. I went into a random gas station that I found off I-5 once when I was 18. And I didn't really have a cell phone. And I went to a gas station, and they printed out for me a map from, what was it? It was, uh, what was the thing we used to use back in the day? It's called MapQuest. MapQuest, thank you. They printed me out a two-page MapQuest thing that I needed to continue on my journey. That was, that was, at best, that was the internet for me. Other than that, it was like, you got to memorize like 10 steps. And I never had a problem with it. And I feel like more people were directionally right back in that time. Whereas now, man, if your map's not working, there's a panic in your car. But it, it, it said to go this way, and now it's turning me around, or it, it stalls or delays. I feel like people are more lost than they've ever been. And so I see this vision, and I'm like, God, we need to get rid of this stuff. This is not a good direction for us to go. That's my curmudgeony hill. I'm tired of these things. Who wants to wear goggles to walk around? No, thank you. And I don't need them to watch sports either. I'll just watch it on my big screen. I'm I'm like halfway in the camp that you're in here. I, I feel like that this is kind of we're we're still progressing technology wise to a point where, you know, new shiny things do seem like they are needed by some people. Unfortunately, this Vision Pro from Apple, which essentially is like an Oculus, but it has it's different because you can see the world around you. So you're supposedly able to interact, unlike I think most of the other VR headsets out there, like Meta's, whatever they're called, the, the VR headset is like you can actually still see like you're talking about walking around with a map and then walk into the world, not, you know, not not really running into things you see everything on the cameras and like you're there and they can see you at least a a representation of your eyes you know how else i can see you with not (laughs) wearing my goggles i can i'm looking at you right now i don't need a big ass thing of goggles on my face but it's it's more interesting i think for the people that want to get like a lot of work done at once if i'm alone not with people sure if i'm alone it's a great tool but if I'm with others, then yeah, you're just isolating yourself and you're stupid. But that does. I, I think you become addicted to it even when you are alone. You're like, well, I got to put these on. I got to put these on. I got to put these on. And then you're like, oh, I'm putting them on every day. I mean, they're expensive, man. I don't know if you are saw Are they? The, I, I didn't see the price. The I ent- assume. The but... entry price is $34.99, <laughs> I think, on these things. And that's just the lowest amount of gigabytes for storage. So if you man. wanted like a terabyte, you're going up towards, I think, three or 3500 Are you interested in buying this? You seem like you're kind of in between like my 
view and then like the pro vision view. I'm not going to buy this one. I, I think two or three iterations down the road because they do. Apple the prices usually, will have to drop. They right? have to. And this is kind of a yearly or bi yearly thing. You, you would assume they kind of innovate every year with the watch and with their phones. So I hope by 2026, 27, maybe they have a second or third version of this out that's like under two grand. And at, at that point, the battery life will be longer than two hours. That's this this new piece of technology like here's here's we'll all go with you on on old man get the hell off my lawn guy sure you don't have to be the first person out there that has the newest piece of technology usually now that we've seen it i mean you go back in the iphone first iteration that steve jobs introduced now it was terrible obviously we have the benefit of hindsight but usually even beyond that, if you look past like the first iteration of the Macintosh, well, the second one got better. The first iteration of like Windows 95, oh, Windows 98 was faster. It was better. Sure. Implementing the second and third generation of technology usually mm. seems to be a lot easier, and you end up wasting your time waiting in line to be the first one to have it, and it ends up with a lot of frustration like, well, you know, the next generation of tech, that'll help me. So no, I, I'm not in on this. Imagine, not yet. Imagine the first people that got super jacked and bought those Google Glass. Oh my god! I think only two or three hundred thousand of those sold. It which was, is it a, was it was like abysmal. Yeah, it was really bad. Like compared to what they thought it would be, they thought that well, you were right. They thought that was going to take over the world, and it didn't even sniff it. The other one that I thought of was I love having a big screen. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Do you remember that very brief moment in in our world where the curved TV, the curved flat screen, was like the thing? And it like stuck out on the right and left, and then like curved, it bowed in. I love that you bring. This Do you up. remember that TV? Yeah, I and was. Everybody saying this is that you got. Look at the angles. It's the way the oh picture looks. It's it, you got to buy this TV. And I remember looking at it at a Best Buy once. Me and my wife were buying a TV, mm -hmm. and I was like, everybody screams and rants and raves about this TV, and I just looked at it and I went, that ain't me. We're just going traditional flat screen, and I got a regular flat screen. I think maybe less than eight months later, it was basically one of the more overrated products out. Like, nobody was buying it. It's kind of like 3D. Like, 3D TVs. <laughs> that was also supposed to be a big deal. It was like, oh, it's going to feel like LeBron James is dribbling in my kitchen. And he'd be like, mm, not really. I was just talking with my wife about this, like, literally four days ago. I love that you bring this up, because uh, Super Bowl Sunday is coming up, so, you know, TVs are on the brain, oh, yeah. and there's a lot of great deals out there still, and I'm yep. like... Gosh, uh, should I upgrade to a QLED in one of these rooms? I don't know. It's cheap enough. But yeah, she was asking about those curved TVs and if they were still a thing. And it was like, no. No, those went out of style very quick. They were expensive <laughs> for no reason. They were. They were so damn expensive, too. It added, like, what, maybe a quarter of an inch of viewing, like, angle yeah, there from was the some side? Weird, yeah, there was a <sighs> weird element of the way it was. Something stupid. It, yeah, it was designed. It was supposed to help. And. I mean, you could really make an argument. I've been curmudgeon for a very long time on some of this stuff, but I just think like there's so much overreaction. Oh, this is going to be amazing. It's like, eh, you just need a flip phone and a tube TV. Spray. I told, I'm not kidding you. This is a dead honest thing. Maybe a week ago, I turned to my wife and I go, I'm thinking about getting a flip phone. I'm just kind of done with this. Yeah, going to a dumb phone. I like that. I just, no real apps. <laughs> I don't. You know, I, I don't I haven't done it yet, obviously. I contemplate it though from time to time. Yeah. 
there's there's a world in which I I think that like we can have like an iPad or a laptop on us, and and when we need to go into the internet, world, I gotta work our laptop. I'm good. Exactly, and then we we don't have to have it on our phones. We can just be removed a little bit. Which I don't know. Thinking back to like high school when I didn't have the internet at my fingertips, yeah, yeah, I think it was a little healthier. I think more people were a lot happier. It's so it's it's my big curmudgeon-y thing lately yeah. is talking about how bad technology is. Like it's great in a lot of ways, obviously. Well, there's a movement of people going with dumb phones now. I mean, they literally produce phones that don't have yeah. as many features now for a, a growing section of people that are like, screw this. I just I just want to be more connected and use my phone for a little texting. Let little me get my BlackBerry uh, back. I like to email and text. That's all I'll do. Oh, they, see, there's this. New I loved the BlackBerry, man. I was big on the BlackBerry. I was a. I, I'll show you how douchey I was. I was oh, no. BlackBerry oh, no, 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 no. case. No, you weren't. Oh, no, dead honest truth. In college, I had a BlackBerry case on my hip, and it was like the shirt was under it, so you, it was very prominent on my hip. You really are, old man. Dude, well, back in the, I mean, this was probably 2008. 2009? Really? Young guys were... No, 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 no. Text into the Vancouver Ford text line if in 08, in your 20s, you were carrying around, unless for your job, sure, but just normally, tell me if you were carrying around a phone <laughs> on your hip on a belt, because I'm pretty sure only guys over the age of 56 did that. Oh, okay, I'm going to put that up, because I disagree with you. Okay. Do you remember the sidekick? That's... Yeah, but the, that the was a side flip thing. out. Yeah. No, dude. No, the real ones had the case for the sidekick. They wanted you to know they had the sidekick, and then they would always bust it out when they were at the mall or at a social setting. They'd lean against the wall, and they oh, flip okay. it up, and they look like they were it looks like they're either drug morpher. dealers or they're super yeah. important. It was always like a debate of, like, drug dealer or important. That's what we used to debate in college. Drug dealer or debate or a super big deal guy. I don't know. But they always had the case. They always had the sidekick out. That's why, yes, it is old manny to like, think about it that way. But for a, a very brief moment in the 0809 era, cell phone cases were kind of a thing. They were kind of a thing. And then, like a year later, the BlackBerry died and the iPhone exploded. And me and my wife still miss that phone, actually. I do love the BlackBerry. Uh, rest in peace to the QWERTY keyboard. There's actually an I love the little ball uh, scroller. Oh, I miss that too. I loved that one, man. There's an attachment for the iPhone that I'm looking at that adds like a physical keyboard to it. Makes it a little longer. But sure. I'm I'm definitely down. It gives you your full screen on the iPhone. And uh, if I don't go to like a, a phone only with texting and with calling, I'll probably just add the keyboard to my iPhone. I think point. the only thing I'm missing from this segment is a pair of glasses sitting at the end of my nose. We just Let went... me tell you what it was back in the day. Well, that and very tech nerd like too. It's like we just got back from CES in Vegas like 2024 before. They got ready for the Super Bowl. Mm, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, it is a loaded show today. We've got two guests, dude. Two guests. Woo! Tyler Fulgham of ESPN's betting, uh, ESPN Bet, is going to join us at 8 a.m. And uh, we'll talk with Eric Eager of Sumer Sports. He does a lot of analytical dives into football. He's a good friend of the show. So he's going to join us at 7.30 today. Uh, did you do a stat or story? Oh, today is uh, Wednesday. Did Swag email? I don't know what Swag tells you. I mean, doesn't no, tell I just, you. I, I should know. He just asked me if I needed anything, but okay. I, can, I can throw together a stat or story. Uh, I got NFL Zigger Zag for you. I'm going to throw some zigging and zagging out for I you. I love it. Uh, but let's get it going, Dirt and Spray. Good to be with you on this beautiful hump day. Let's get it going on the fan. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, 
doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Along the lonesome highway East of Omaha You can listen to the engine moaning This is a super weak edition of Dirt and Spray Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com On 1080 The Fan all right, welcome back in. I, I uh, always think the show cannot get any older than just having dirt on it every day. And now dirt is out, and I feel like I've stepped up into that old role and filled the void of being the old curmudgeon. And here I am. Although there are people on the text line, the Vancouver Ford text line, kind of agreeing. Like, some of this stuff is just kind of stupid. <laughs> hey, let's put some goggles on your face and then just block entire views with multiple screens. Like, eh. Somebody else uh, referencing this. I wanted to finish this. I started it, the 60 Minutes gambling piece. And they're finding that like young men are obviously the most heavy of gamblers with sports gambling on the apps. Some of these people are gambling like financial aid money. Oh, my God. Like big sums of FAFSA money. Stuff that is not supposed to be gambled. Like like money that is yeah. not set aside for fun well, or entertainment. Stuff I, that you need. Yeah, but I, I'm somebody who had FAFSA in college. And I, you know, happy to say paid my loans off, I'm not going to pretend that I didn't use some of that financial aid money for my own personal well, of benefit. Of course not. We all do. No, a little bit. You're only supposed to spend it on school and books. Well, yeah, but we got to eat. <laughs> I, I, then... Cash that check, homie. <laughs> uh, Schultz, uh, what's going on? How are we feeling about our old friend in Milwaukee? I watched the end of, uh, oh, I watched most of the game between Milwaukee and Phoenix last night on TNT. Dame didn't play, sat it out. The Bucks lost. They are one and four with Doc Rivers. Mm-mm. One and four. They fired a coach who was second in the East, and I, I didn't think he was a very good coach. I thought he had some major red flags before the season started, but they fired that guy, and he was second in the East, and that wasn't good enough. It was too clunky. It was too weird. They didn't like him. Then they brought in Doc Rivers, and now he's one and four. Dame Lillard has a piece come out by Vince Goodwill of Yahoo Sports. Did you see that piece? Uh, no, I did not. Fill ba me in. It Basically, I mean, it sums up Dame. Uh, I wouldn't use the word. I'm using this very lightly. It, you read it and you kind of come across as like, is Dame depressed? And you kind of wouldn't fault him, right? He, he's going through a major thing off the court with his ex-wife. That 
Yeah. You know, that's not something that I care that much about, but going through the process is... It's not easy. No, it's certainly not easy. Uh, His kids don't live with him. He's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And yeah, he's a millionaire and he's got the greatest house. Like, uh, Meringue had told me he moved into where Drew Holiday was staying when he was in Milwaukee. Because that's what they do. We do that in this city, too. Couple mansions, in and out. Hey, you got traded for him. Okay, I'm out. All right, I'm in. And he's got a big house, but it's Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And the piece just highlights like how alone he feels, how like tough this is, not being able to see his kids physically every day. Like he FaceTimes them. You could almost see that with the interview with Malika Andrews on ESPN before the Blazers game, too. I feel like just that the look in his face, you know, Dame is We've all seen him for the last 11 years here in Portland. Very happy, very jovial. But you just kind of see, you can tell when somebody's not 100%. And you just don't feel like, you know, because of all this stuff going on, that he's 100%. So, agreed, there's a lot going on off the court for him. And it's, uh, along with what's going on in Milwaukee, I know you're going to get into it. But uh, it's definitely not concerning, but at least enough to make you raise your eyes. Like, what's going on? Well, you just, I, 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 uh, I will continue to say this. I'm going to bet on Milwaukee. And and this could age like very warm milk left out in the sun. But I'm going to take the guy that looks like the biggest killer in the league right now. Giannis is doing things on a nightly base. I've watched 90% of their games, and not like first quarter to fourth, but like pretty good chunks of most of their games. This dude is doing things that I... You drop him in in any era, and he's winning a title. Nobody would have an answer for a guy like that. But the league has evolved, and these bigs are expanding and more athletic and whatnot. He's still a killer. I will bet on Milwaukee. But what I think you're seeing with Dame is all the off-court stuff, the family dynamic, living in a new city, you know, kind of being alone in that way. And I said this before he was traded, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of double down on it because I think it's kind of proven right. Do you know why it got so messy when he uh, when it got into the summer with the Dame and the Blazers? Very well could say, well, the Goodwin agent, he came out and demanded only the heat. Yeah, that's part of it. That's sure part of it. I think the other part is he didn't, they didn't handle that trade right because he didn't want to be traded. We, the franchise basically strong-armed him into doing that. He didn't have a choice. They would have gladly let him be Malcolm Brogdon on this team this year. But he's Damian Lillard. He wants to, he wants to win a title, and, and they clearly were not going to put the chips in the middle. As they told us exactly a year ago, we're going to put our chips in the middle and, and win around Dame. That wasn't what they did, and so they put him in a position where it's like, okay, well, I... I you draft a 19-year-old point guard? Okay, I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. And so he asked for a trade. He didn't want to do that. And I, I think what you're seeing is a guy that's like, I didn't, I want to win. He wants to win. His numbers aren't awful, but they're not where they were. But you don't expect him to be exactly the same. But constantly, night in, night out, when he plays and when they lose, Dame's a bum. Dame's a bum. Dame's a bum. Because Giannis has won. And that's kind of the, the quote, burden of being an athlete. Even though your life is great in a lot of ways, that's kind of the burden professionally is like, yo, you were brought here to help us win. We lose, and your stats aren't great. This is your fault. And it's just like this combination of stuff. So I'll still bet on Milwaukee. Yeah. Doc Rivers, not a great hire to me. 
but it's just it's I'm I'm finding it uh, interesting from Portland to kind of keep an eye on and keep tabs on Dame how the Bucks are doing. They're our Eastern Conference team this year, you know. Oh yeah, I mean I'm a Bucks fan now. <laughs> I got a Bucks hat. I should have wore it today, knowing I was going to talk about this. I mean, even even as Damian Lillard is gone, I still I think I've said this more often than not on the air. I am more of a Dame fan than a Blazers fan at this point because of how the organization handled that whole issue. Um, regarding Doc Rivers, you kind of wonder if the teams turned it off a little bit because they got what they wanted. They got the coach that they weren't really like and fired, and because of that, just kind of human nature to back off a little bit. So because they. They think that, you know, they won that battle. They're not really ready to fight the next battle. So, yeah, one and four. Hopefully that turns around soon. But uh, they got to start listening to Doc because it doesn't sound like, I mean, they weren't listening to Adrian Griffin. And I'm wondering if Doc, uh, in their minds, was brought in just to placate them as opposed to actually coach them, at least from the player's perspective. So I do wonder if they will start to eventually listen to him or not. But when it comes to Dame... It just makes me sad because I bring up the Malika Andrews interview again on ESPN that he did before uh, the Blazers Bucks game last week, just talking about coming back home, you know, and, and then also talking about how often he was reminded that he's a Milwaukee Buck just on social media. And I think he was kind of taking some pot shots at the people that have been giving him a little crap, you know, saying that he's the reason for their losses. It's like, yo, Damian Lillard played basically with two bigs, Lamarcus Aldridge and Yusuf Nurkic his whole career, and, and worked the pick and roll with those two and those two only. Robin Lopez, a little bit thrown in there at the beginning as well. You, you can't transition immediately after 11 years with one team to a brand new system, and now a new system again, the second time in less than six months that he's having to learn and implementing that on the fly in the middle of the season. So what's going to happen? Yeah, him and Brooke Lopez, they're not going to look so synced. Him and Giannis are going to look so synced. Who's going to take the ball up? Sometimes it seems like Giannis or Dame really aren't sure who should be taking it up at a certain time during the games for the Bucks. So... 11 years with a new team, I feel like this is going to happen. And just to say, Dame, it's your fault. That's disingenuous to everyone involved because it remove the drama from the situation. You know, they've got a good roster overall. It can't be put on one person. There's many reasons the Bucks aren't succeeding. And Dame trying to implement as a new player is one of them, but only one. No Brooke Lopez for them last couple games. He's been out for personal reasons. We noted how weird the Dame thing seems to kind of be just from an aesthetic standpoint. Brooke comes back. Dame plays. He didn't play last night. I still think Milwaukee can figure it out, but keeping tabs on it, it's... Um, he got a little. I got a little sad for him reading that Vince Goodwill piece. It's just like, dude, all on Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Be like, uh, it's probably not the greatest place to be. But, he is from uh, Cali, right? Not really used to the uh, cold weather either. So this is probably it's, one it's of the... It's more an isolation thing. Like, he he's friends with his teammates, but they're not there all the time. And, like, your kids, I mean, he has three children. When you yeah. have to live in Milwaukee and then you travel and it's like, hey, how do you see your kids? I FaceTime them. And that cold weather, though, as somebody that's lived in Boston away from here for 11 months, you know, out of one year... It's tough when you're in the sure. snow. Like, like I'm Every saying, day, yeah. I'm saying the cold. It makes a difference because the isolation, you know, maybe necessarily being away from your family is one thing, but also just looking outside and it just looks miserable. That definitely also gives you a feeling of isolation. Uh, let's get into football as the Bucks are uh, struggling along with Doc Rivers one and four. Let's go to the NFL. This report came out last night. How would we feel about it? Next on the fan. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. is a super week edition of Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by George McCoy at warrenallen.com. On 1080 The Fan. Well, how about this one last night? Benjamin Solak of uh, The Ringer. I've used his, I've referenced his name quite a bit. He is one of my white whales. I have tried very hard uh, to get him on. I just find him very... um, very intelligent. He does these YouTube film breakdowns. He writes. He podcasts. Uh, he broke some news last night. He got some of it wrong, but he broke some news. I kind of think it's a bit he's doing because he's broken a little bit of news before. He had some Lions news. I think he's a Michigan guy. Like, he lives in Michigan. And he had some Lions news a while ago. And he he called them the loins. Not the Lions. The loins. And so uh, I think he's leaning into a bit here. He reported last night that Oregon... Head coach Chip Kelly was interviewing in Seattle for the offensive coordinator position. You just said Oregon head coach Chip Kelly. No, he said Oregon head he coach said Chip Oregon Kelly. Coach Everyone Chip went, Kelly? yo, yo. And he was like, no, I swear, I put UCLA. And again, I think it's a bit he's doing of just That's having funny. a little typo and some breaking news because then people highlighted Chip Kelly with the Seahawks and Mike McDonald. How we feel about the old chipster, huh? How would Seahawks, how do you think Seahawks fan? reacts to the news that Chip Kelly is their offensive play caller. I mean, I'm not a Seahawk fan, and I'll become a Seahawk fan. I don't know if it's my Chip Kelly bias. Oh, you're just a lifelong root for Chip everywhere he goes because of the Oregon stuff? Yeah, I'm still mad that he left Oregon in the first place. I think that if he would have stayed there, he would have had years and years and years of success, and there would have been multiple national championships. But I digress. Can I ask you something We're under Coach Lanning now. It's all good going forward. Let me ask you something on that real quick. It was certainly lightning 
at a moment in the bottle that he captured and he put everything out there of just like, this is how we're doing offense. Mm-hmm. This is how fast we move. You you seem kind of confident he wins a title. Not a very strong recruiter. He had people around him before that, though. Uh, yeah. It he, wasn't like, they, I mean, he wasn't even recruiting at a Mario level. Uh, no, but... Rec- you think he wins a title if he stays at Oregon? I don't know if I'm convinced of that. I mean, we're talking... 10 15 years ago so, mm-hmm. so in that landscape yes i do but but changing now into the way that nal goes like no i obviously not he would have he would have been passed over because he just his time simply is done for not wanting to recruit in he's this not a recruiter football. I, yeah i think that's kind of my thing of like are you sure he wins a title i'm not convinced because he doesn't okay. he's never cared about recruiting i mean that's that that's his prerogative but it is also his prerogative to hire people that do maybe going forward uh in this new world of money you know the the willie lyles uh recruiting lists type of scandals don't really happen as often so so <laughs> I, I mean it's really just a case of he was dealing with stuff that everybody else was it was just you know stuff that was behind closed doors that wasn't really allowed yet. So, so I, I I'm not really too high on his recruiting. Let's, let's either, do this. But he always allowed had, yet. He you know, allowed, allowed. Quote unquote. Yeah. yeah. Air quotes. <laughs> you can see that on YouTube. So I'm not really too high on his recruiting, but I don't care because there were people around him that were able to get that done. Um, but yeah, I'm a Chip Kelly offensive guy, and once again, going to Seattle. Yeah, it'll make me a Seahawks fan immediately. I I would probably not drop my Rams fandom, but. I would shift to being a Seahawks supporter because you of would Chip you would that maybe drop fan you know you didn't say drop completely yeah. but yeah. you would pivot within your own division as a fan of the Rams yeah to rooting for the Seahawks over your team because of their offensive coordinator tell me why Chip Kelly is not the perfect offensive coordinator for any NFL team I, I don't think that there's a world where he doesn't come in innovate. And make the offense look way more. I don't. Exciting. You think he's an innovator still? I don't. I'm I not, think he's got a good offense. I don't think he's an innovator. I, 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 I don't think that he's had the chance in the last ten years to spend the time while he's a head coach, while he's doing all this extra crap that he doesn't want to do because he's essentially running. A staff he is there. Of he's, Forty people. But he's he not was their coordinator in UCLA. Anymore. I get it, but but how much time is he actually sitting down? I think all and, of it, based on his recruiting rankings, I don't think he was doing the other coaching stuff. I think all he did was do offense. I don't know, man. When you're working with guys that, um, it, it's hard to get a, a buy-in when you're Chip Kelly in the way that you are. I, I just, I think that the game has passed him by as a head coach. But as an offensive coordinator, he is still an innovator. He innovated once. I'm not saying he's going to change the entire offense of the NFL. He's not. But he's going to make an offense look more exciting. He's going to take some undervalued weapons, and he, he's actually going to turn them into positives for teams. I I don't know how that, I'm curious how it would be met in Seattle. I've, I've said this before. I was interning in Seattle when they hired Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. And I had to take phones that that day. It was okay. like, yo, breaking news. Yeah, Softy screams in an hour early. Make sure all the show stuff is ready to go. We got Pete Carroll. And I'm taking all the phone calls. And it was like, hey, this is Mike and Bothell. I can't believe we hired this guy. He's a joke. Hey, this is Steve in Bellevue. Pete Carroll sucks. Like, it, it that, that was most of the phone calls I was taking. Well, that, that didn't age well. I don't I don't know if the reaction would be quite like that because McDonald running the defense I think makes Seahawks fans certainly feel good but I said this before if Chips I don't think Chips an innovator but I think Chips offense is good and he's smart enough where all he has to do is focus on the schematics of offense there's no recruiting 
There's no booster meeting that you got to attend at seven from seven to nine p.m. None of that. Extra you don't got to memorize fifty-five people's names because they gave you, you know, a hundred and fifty thousand dollar donation. None of that. It's all gone. It's like, yo, you're just gonna football. That's all you're gonna do. Just football, and then you tell us what kind of personnel you're kind of trying to need for your offense. I think it can be fine. Uh, the quarterback thing is interesting with Geno, his season, not quite what it was, but big news. Chip Kelly might be a Seahawk offensive coordinator with Mike McDonald. I'm down. I can't believe you're going to abandon. Then you're not a very strong Rams fan is kind of what I would say to that. Um, It seems like you're like, I'm a Rams fan, but it doesn't seem like you are. You're going to abandon it for a team within your division all because of an OC. I just can't you just root for Chip to be good, except against your team and then, like, still be a Rams fan? I mean, I'm still going to be a Rams fan, but I struggle with this, too, because it's, like, geographically, I feel like I should be a Seahawks fan. You know, everybody asks me, like, why are you a Rams fan? It's because they were in L.A. when my dad was oh, a kid. Oh, you're not the guy that's like, oh, they're the closest I should root for them? You're that? That's that's your I'm, sports I'm the, fandom? I, uh, the sports fandom for me is They're just, not our home team. <laughs> it's who I'm connected with the most. But but my Blazers here in Portland was as a kid who I connected mm. with the most. And then growing up, loving the Oregon Ducks. I mean, I have that geographic connection, but at the same time, it is tough because there are other sports fandoms that I do feel like I should be, I, I should hold steady to. But I, 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 don't, I, I don't really think that I'm throwing the Rams under the bus by saying, no, I want to shift to root for Chip Kelly because this would be an awesome move. There there are people in sports that we all root for, right? There are teams, and then there are specific players and coaches. And Chip, for me, he's just one of those coaches. It's like why Dame going to the Bucs makes me a Bucs fan more than a Blazers fan right now. Same reason. Chip Mm. Kelly going to the Seahawks would make me, it would pique my interest, make my sports pants tight, and make me watch a lot more Seahawks games, for sure. Uh, NFL Zig or Zag is next on The Fan. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. is a Super Week edition of Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. We got some uh, Super Bowl stuff to get into today. Eric Eager of Sumer Sports is going to join us at 7.30. We got Tyler Fulgham of ESPN Bet at 8. Uh, we will get to the Shaden Sharp news. No, I did not uh, forget to talk about that today. Shaden Sharp with the abdominal injury. Yeesh. Going to have surgery. No timeline of recovery. We'll talk about that. Uh, but it's time for NFL Zig or Zag. It is a hump day. Let's zig or zag, Schultze. I got some uh, juicy ones to throw at you. Uh, I think we have some NFL bed music for this. I can't remember which one it is, but uh, would have been helpful if Swag sent you an email. There we go. Yeah. I got you. Still would have been nice for you to have, like, you know, hey, Schultzy, don't forget this, this, this. I mean, I've done the show before. I, I know you have. I, I should know this by you know, now. But, yeah, but part of the deal is, like, helping the next person when he steps out for his second job. Uh, let's start for NFL Zig or Zag. Schultzy, head coach of the Chiefs, Andy Reid, is going into this game with a 641 career winning percentage. 
and a 6-10 playoff winning percentage. If he wins Sunday, he has three titles, a coach of the year, two different teams to a Super Bowl. Zigger Zag, Andy Reid, will ride off into the sunset if the Chiefs win. Mm, I'm going to say Zig on that. I will take it. He's not addressing the rumors because I... He did yesterday. He said... It's uh, not the time. It's not today. He it, said today's not the day. That's what I'm saying. It, 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 not addressing it like he's pushing it off. It, it, that's For me, that's not addressing it. I do think if he, he gets this Super Bowl win, there's really no reason for him to come back. Although, I wish that he would. I want Andy Reid to coach Pat Mahomes for the next five to seven seasons. I love having Andy Reid in the NFL. I do, and I, I wish that he would become the greatest NFL head coach of all time over Bill Belichick. You know, I get it. Bill was great with Tom, but he's kind of a very, very boring and mm, talk to the trainer and annoying head coach to listen to. So, no, I, I would I would hope that he zags on this, but I think it's going to be a zig. Uh, Schultz, never in my life did I think we'd find anything as wild as Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl against the greatest show on turf. Sorry to bring it up. It's okay. But here we are. Brock Purdy has a chance to win a Super Bowl on Sunday. Zig or zag, we have not talked enough about Mr. Irrelevant starting in the Super Bowl. Mr. Irrelevant, the dead last pick. I'm going to ask Eager this at 7.30. What is the percentage chances that the last pick of the entire draft is not only a quarterback, but going to be your starter and in year two take help take the team to the Super Bowl? I'll say Zig. I'll, I do think that Brock Purdy needs some more credit here. I understand that the offense is talented for the Niners. We get it. Their weapons are just endless. Their line's good. Their defensive front sets them up for success on the offensive side. They got sacks like galore 30 to 40 amongst the defensive linemen alone. But Brock is something at least that makes that team go. You think Sam Darnold could be doing this? You think Trey Lance could be doing this? I mean, it's not like they have endless amounts of options that you can just throw out with this offense and it's going to make it work. I'm, I, I don't know. Brock Purdy's awesome. Zig on it. I, I wish that they will they would pay him regardless of whether or not they're going to win. Uh, we know Patrick Mahomes is amazing, one of the greatest starts in sports history by an athlete. If the Chiefs win Sunday, they win their third title in five years. Schultze, zig or zag, if Mahomes gets his third ring, you will officially believe he can pass Tom Brady with seven. Mm. He'd need to win eight to pass Brady. He's 26 right now? Yes. Third title in five years if they win on Sunday. Zig. Boy, you're zigging a lot, aren't you? I don't I don't know. You like what I'm putting down. You're not I do. zagging at all. Well, I, I, I don't want to just say that, oh, I hate Pat Mahomes so that there's no way that this is going to happen. I say zig very, uh, very carefully because this offense obviously ain't what it used to be. They did win a Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill. However, Travis Kelsey is getting older. He has been yeah. the main weapon for Pat Mahomes. I guess that's the only question. Can they replace Travis Kelsey with another Kelsey-like, with another Gronkowski-like tight end that is just the do-all, end-all, be-all for that offense other than your quarterback? If so, I say Zig. So so I'll, I'll, I'll add a caveat to this. Zig if they can find a replacement for Travis Kelsey. No, there's Zag no caveat. No, there's no caveat. All right, well, then Zig. I'll just stay I'll just You're going to stay, stay Zig. Okay. I think that he is that good. God, eight rings would be insane. It is, but... Eight in football? Like that? I don't, I, I'd have to, I think naturally just Zach, because football is football, but 
three and five is it's just an insane start to a career. Even in the NFL of parity right now, yeah. six straight AFC champions. You're gonna pick them next year to win the AFC. I don't care who the coach or yep. even where Kelsey is. You're gonna pick them because 15 is gonna scare you too much. Exactly. Final one for you. Kyle Shanahan's had a ton of success so far as the Niner coach. Four NFC title games in five seasons. It's his second Super Bowl appearance. If the Niners fall, zigger zag, Schultze. He won't win a Super Bowl as the 49ers head coach. Hmm. I'm going to say Zag. No, I don't think that he. this is his only shot. Shanahan's good. He's built something up there. It's hard to keep getting back here, man. Like, look at the Eagles. Well, Everybody wrote for, the Eagles in. Trade for Pat Mahomes and you'll be fine, right? Yeah, I'm sure Kansas City's going to just willingly give him up for anything. I don't know. If Kansas City has to move on from Andy Reid, then uh, may- maybe Kyle Shanahan can go take that gig, right? I'm just oh, kidding. That would be a knife in the back for Niner fans. Joe Montana <laughs> 2.0 head coaching style. Ooh. That would be hard. No, I-, I don't think this is Shanahan's only shot. I understand that this is the NFL, as I was just saying, the league of parity. However, if he got good enough players that are amazing enough from year to year which i mean brock purdy's really good he's still young people still aren't sold on him yet but that offense we know what they are and as long as they can keep those guys together and i do believe they've got two more seasons of a cheap brock purdy then yeah they've got another shot all right there's nfl zigger zag we do it every wednesday at 6 45 loaded second hour of the radio program a lot to discuss eric eager of sumer sports will join us at 7 30 dirt and sprague hour two on the odyssey app the fan and youtube why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.